Let me tell you about my sponsor, Gummy Cube. Now, Gummy Cube are supporting this show and they are absolutely awesome when it comes to helping you rank for the right keywords in the app stores for your apps. Pretty relevant, right? So Gummy Cube can help your users find your app through search on the app store and ranking for the right keywords can increase your reach by about five to 10 times what you're getting right now. So get found on the app stores. Go and check out www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. Thanks, Gummy Cube, for being so awesome and continuing to support the show. This episode is sponsored by App. Now, let me tell you about AppPress. They set the stage for a very compelling creative process that lets you build, edit, and update native mobile apps code-free. It's designed with a very clean, intuitive interface that puts all your tools in, in front of you and your app looks exactly the way you want it. Uh, Perfect for anyone who's wanting to create an app. You have full control, it's easy to get started. I recommend you go to uh, www.app-press.com, look out for the features, and thank you very much to AppPress for sponsoring the show. Hi, this is Rob Manson. I am a iOS engineer at usebenny.com, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the app guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the app guy. So welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemper. This is episode 312, and it is a very different episode. I am thrilled that I have some unique formula here. I had an email um, a little bit ago, and it said, Paul, look, I'm loving your show. I've got an idea for you. How about a round table where you bring back some of your favorite guests and uh, they can talk to each other, ask each other questions, just update us. I thought that was excellent. And also have some audience questions, which I have here for my two guests. These are two of my favorite past guests. I tell that to everybody, don't worry. And <laughs> uh, I want to introduce, um, first of all, you can pause this podcast and go and listen to the episodes if you've not heard. Um, go and listen to episode 183. It's with Alper Kaker, and uh, he is with Fake Crow. Uh, off the West Coast there in the US, and uh, with Paul Myers from BAPS. He's uh, episode uh, 188, uh, pretty close together, and uh, uh, he, he, a terrific episode with Paul. Go and listen to that. Uh, they are both on the roundtable with us today to talk about what they're doing, what they're getting up to. So guys, welcome to this episode of the App Guy podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure as always. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah, well, Let's go, start with you, Alpa. Um, would love to know an update. Uh, uh, I believe that you've got some good announcements to tell us about Fake Crow and the stuff that you've got going on. Yeah, just a quick reminder. Last time we talked, I, I really had a lot of fun. And um, we talked about, uh, you know, we, we are a creative agency on the West Coast in, in Los Angeles. And uh, we work with startups uh, most of the times. And most of the time, again, we're building their MVP or their initial product. And last time we talked, we were working on uh, a side projects internally. Uh, it's called Extensio, and it's now live. It's a toolbox for startups, uh, and we are really uh, blessed by the results and and the the, the response we're getting to it. Uh, seems to be um, being adapted and being useful for startups. And that, like I wanted to talk about that a little bit uh, with you guys because I think your crowd would uh, be find a lot of use for for the tool that we're building. 
Paul, you're welcome to interject at any time. I know that it sounds great if we all just have a chat about this. As imagine us around the round table now. Uh, um, but, but just initially then, Paul, to give us an update on, on what's going on with you as well. And then we can start like broadening well, out think, the chat. I think we last chatted um, sort of towards the end of the summer, didn't we? Um, and uh, since since then, actually, well, since then, I'd, I'll just talk about yesterday because it's quite it's quite present. Well, it's near past, I suppose. Um, our Booty Shake app, which which is a, a dating app, a dating chat app, which we've sort of been playing with for a little while. Yesterday, we had our busiest day ever, and we and it's not quite exponential growth, but every day is busier than the last for people online. And I think last time we were speaking to you, I was saying that. We put this together. It's been like an agile concept. It got a bit successful, and we realised, oh dear, we better do this properly now. <laughs> we better start. We better start building it for, so that it's it's a little stronger when more users come online. Well, now it's a little stronger. More users are coming online, and it's growing and growing. So, it's funny that you get me on this this day uh, because it's at the end of a few late nights just watching the graph go up. I have to say, like to anyone listening to this, you guys are the most amazing entrepreneurs and this is what it takes. I mean, you, Paul, with your busiest day, still agreed to have a chat with, with me and I did something I'd never done. I have to confess, I missed our scheduled call uh, because I fell asleep, which is uh, crazy. And and our pro is just so amazing in terms of like, so uh, anyone listening to this, they, they must be inspired by you know the community of entrepreneurs but okay so we we have um tw- 25 minutes i guess uh, open format open round table uh I, i'd be i'd love to know a little bit more alper about um this startup tool because uh, i did have an episode with bram canstein from product hunt and he did something with a a startup um uh, yeah, yeah, and it be- it became the biggest hunted product ever, and it got one hundred and fifty thousand views, and and so the the demand for helping startup is real. Tell, tell us more about what you're doing. Well, it, I mean, last time we talked about how we're trying to keep everything lean and trying to uh, steer the ship according to feedback and data we get, and and to also to Paul's point, like we, we recently launched, it's this is like day uh, number uh, twenty one, I, I believe, that we're publicly available, and this, the second the users come in, it starts changing everything, and you start seeing that oh, some of our assumptions needs correction now, and like we didn't think about these things, etc. And also like there's one little trick. Uh, tricky part uh, with, with launches, like you know, we're trying to launch something without overthinking too much or spending a lot of time on it because we like to get the feedback, uh, so that we we don't make that many assumptions, but we can steer it according to the data. Uh, but it's a little bit tricky because the first version you put out there, it's. I mean, obviously not not complete. So you want to be careful because you don't you want people to still like your product. You want people to still talk about your product. But if it's really early on, there's a chance that there's going to be rough edges, which which may not be adapted or liked that much. Uh, Alpha, what what is the product? Uh, Extensive is like we started this uh, about a year ago, working internally. Like we be uh, we're a creative agency, so working with startups, we create a lot of uh, exercises from user personas to lean canvases uh, to positioning exercises, and and. F- 
we turn these in time into templates, and then these templates finally turn into interactive tools. And now uh, we, we, we uh, put them together under uh, Extensio's roof. As now people can create one pagers, they can create link canvases, they can create uh, user or buyer personas, etc. So it's an ever growing toolbox for startups, basically. I'll put a link on the show notes. It's episode 312. I'll make sure we link to everything we discuss here today so that people don't have to go and search for. It. And uh, uh, so, so um, have you got any startups you could talk about, uh, Alpa, that you've you've helped out with these templates uh, recently? I mean, usually we, we're, we're quite boutique, so we try to keep like three or four uh, projects ongoing on our pipeline uh, at given time. So, like these tools, we obviously uh, use them a lot while uh, we're uh, positioning fake grow and 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 coming up with ideas for it. Also, for extensive internally, uh, currently we're working with a couple of startups. One is in search engine marketing uh, space. It's an automated service. Uh, another one is uh, in uh, travel space. Travel and music are kind of like the most popular uh, type of projects we work on. Uh, so this one is kind of a search engine for uh, business travelers. Uh, that's that's another ongoing project, and and uh, we're possibly starting to starting new work on another one in in sports. So, like all sorts of things, but uh, quite fun. So, can I can I can I ask you, Alpha? So, in real layman's terms, let's say that you know the guys that are listening to this, they've got an idea for an app and they've no idea what to do next, and they want to make you know they've got their startup ideas and they're already buying their yacht in their mind for when they you know for <laughs> three years after they flip it. Sure. They come to you. What happens next? I mean, what? I mean, in real layman's terms, without any acronyms, without any sort of insider business stuff that we may or may not know. I'm not confessing to know everything you're talking about right now, to be honest. Um, but in real layman's terms, what? How, how? What's the pitch for them? They come in and say, look, I, you know, I've got this great idea. I've got this. Um, I've got this new app that I want to do. How? 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 Take you know, hold my hand. What do I do next? Sure. Well, I mean. Where you're at as an entrepreneur definitely defines uh, who you who should be working with or what you should be doing. Uh, so, like the the, the kind of uh, entrepreneur, like early on first timer, we're probably not the right shop for that. We, we usually work with mm-hmm. uh, funded uh, a little bit later on stages of, of, of startups. But in general of rule, like what I tell people with an idea who wants to do stuff is one: there's a lot of information out there. Just you, you need to do the homework and 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 and, and look at the best practices of how people uh, they people's stories how to, how they started where they landed etc and and also like I, we talked about this with with uh, Paul last time as well we don't think it's about businesses but we think it's more about people so we, it, your your initial app idea or the startup idea may or may not work but if you are in this world if you are in this uh, industry let's call it then like in in time you evolve to be doing something. And the people you you work with, the people you uh, get information from down the line, uh, become uh, your network, and that that uh, serves uh, to to your uh, success. So for people who are just starting or just just looking for stuff, first of all, it's always it doesn't matter if you're a designer, it doesn't matter if you're a business guy. Just sketch stuff, just put it down, and then talk with people. 
because your assumptions probably are going to change as you get more from a people. Alpa, do you mind if I read from your, your website here? It says Extensio is a toolbox for your startup. Our interactive templates help you organize your thoughts, make decisions and present ideas. So I'm, I'm guessing that you're helping startups also uh, really uh, cement their ideas, help them pitch them to potential investors, help them pitch them to other stakeholders and, and just really solidify uh, ideas that kind of are swimming around all over the place. Is that right? Uh, correct. Because, I mean, if, you, if you're uh, starting with an idea, there are a couple of things that you, uh, that you should be doing. One, you should be validating it. So, like, that means you're going to build something and, and then uh, that's going to be your MVP, your minimum viable product. But the thing that defines it is a is, is couple of, like, there are a couple of faults to that problem. Uh, one, is it minimum enough? And second, is it viable enough? And third, are you making a good job explaining what problem you're solving? Is your language, uh, the way you're uh, presenting yourself, resonating with the people who you think are your ideal customers? I've got, I've got it. I've got a really good user case. So I want to present an idea to an angel investor. I create a, a unique page on your tool set that will, own, that will specifically appeal to them. And, and a user is not going to be interested in number of downloads, engagement, but they, the, the investor, the VC company are, and, and so that uniquely presents the idea to them. And then you've get, you can have another template for uh, another user case, whereas I, like I'm pitching the idea to potential users of the startup. And, and then, yeah, got it. How does that help you, Paul? Uh, it's um, it helps me quite a lot. Yeah, um, it's good to it's good to hear. So and what, what, what about your product? Correct. It's a communication. I mean, the, so it's good to hear it communicated in a way that uh, you know that everyone can get it. Really. Yeah. Well, we, when we're working with with, uh, with these kind of projects, we create websites. Uh, mm -hmm. to explain our ideas, but websites are for, for general public. And then we go start talking to other uh, potential stakeholders, let's say an investor or, or a potential partner or, or a strategic uh, alliance or something. Then uh, you need different documents. And, uh, you know, you, it's not, these are not Word documents. These are still uh, web pages, but they're more private and they're more focused. They're one-pagers, basically. Do you, do you think you're kind of like, a bit, oh, sorry, I just turned the tap on it, made a big noise. Do you think you're, um, a, do you think you're coached, uh, you know, can describe yourself as coaches, that you're, you know, you're a business coach, you're sitting in the corner with the towel, helping the fighter win? Is it, is it that sort of <laughs> positioning? Uh, uh, well, I, yeah, I like to think so. Oh, like, <laughs> cool, you're so cool when it comes to uh, you know analogies. I mean, you got to yeah. listen to episode I'll one again. <laughs> hey, you're there, you're flapping years. the towel, and you know the startup's yeah. about to go into the ring, and, and you're there coaching. <laughs> yeah, just 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 save me the ring, girl. So that sounds really sexy. So <laughs> I, I'm just going to pull that back. <laughs> now, ring listen, person. talking about that, then a dating app that would be a great location for a date. You know, the Mayweather fight and. Uh, You've got a dating app, Paul, and it's been your busiest day. Tell us about yet. Yeah, tell us about your recent day where it was just this enormous flood of downloads. Well, it's it's sort of going mental. In the last thirty days, we keep getting spikes, and then those spikes plateau and carry on and carry on and carry on. So, you know, you look at it and you think, oh, geez, you know, this is like we've done three times what we did yesterday, um, and then it carries on, and then it and it goes on and on, which is great. And the quite odd thing from, you know, I've been doing 
online consumer products now for this is going to be my 20th year. So I'm very used to it and, and you know, used to doing it international and everything else. Something really unusual is happening with this one, which I've not seen before, is that yesterday Germany was our busiest country. Suddenly Germany went nuts for it. Just absolutely nuts. The couple of days before it was Brazil's turn. Brazil discovered Booty Shake. They all went mad for it. Um so for all uh, our European we, listeners, listeners, you're like the Eurovision Song Contest going on here. I don't know, Brazil's way outside. They're totally samba. We have, they have to come in on a very special, a very special uh, um, uh, application. <laughs> and then before that, it was France and Italy. Ah. And then I looked, I, I, I did a tweet last night, and then I looked back, and I think it was, uh, it was now nine days ago, that the UK was the dominant country for the last two months. And suddenly it's changed. And, and no, sorry, I'm lying. It was Spain for a week, and then UK before that. So suddenly all these countries are rolling in, but they're rolling in in real surges, and they're building. And um, maybe like Lego bricks. I'm going to use a new analogy here. You know, we get this green and yellow Lego brick for Brazil, and that stays there. And suddenly a German one is a bigger brick, and that sits there. And then it, and it's building and building. Now we I, haven't. I've never heard in- that. I've never heard that a geographic building of an app. We always thought it was just truly global. Do you think it's like word of mouth, a local press? What, what can you point to anything? No, I don't know. It, it could be visibility in the app store, but that. To be frank, that isn't really changing. So maybe it is word of mouth. Maybe it is something like that. Um, I, I've got some ideas, but I can't pinpoint it exactly. What we are learning is because we've held this back for the North American territories. It's not available in US, Canada and Mexico yet. It's given me some, certainly given me some clues of how we can market it there and, and, and what we've got to be prepared for. Because then we can start looking at, you know, you know, geographic marketing in cities. We've got a, you know, a proximity dating app. You shake your phone and you see, or chat, you don't have to date, you're not forced to date. Um, you shake your phone and you see everybody that's around you that fits your, um, fits your specification, if you like, fits, fits your, your desire in, in the sort of person that you like. So I'm fortunate enough to have an absolutely amazing app store optimization company called Gummy Cube who sponsor this show. And they collect uh, data from the mobile app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. And that data then allows you to be more effective when optimizing your apps for those app stores. Now, GummyCube deal with brands and indie developers and product managers. And what GummyCube are able to do is find those long-tailed keywords that rank. You see, App Store optimization, it used to be, and I'm I'm sure you're probably still doing this right now, where you go uh, back and forth and check things like Google search, and and then you get the long tail keywords uh, from web search, and that is the wrong thing to do. Uh, You don't really want any data that's being scraped from the web. What you want is data that is actually from the app stores, because we know that the way you behave in app stores is different to on the web and searching on the web. And so this is why you need GummyCube to get access to their algorithms and their data cube and to really be efficient with app store optimization. So I highly recommend going and checking them out. It's www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com. And thank you very much to GummyCube for being such a great company and supporting the show. So I'm really excited to tell you about AppPress. Uh, AppPress really sets the stage for a very compelling creative process that lets you build 
edit, update native mobile apps. We're talking native mobile apps, not the web apps. These are native mobile apps that you download from the app stores, the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. Uh, the design is very clean, it's very intuitive. Uh, you don't need to know any coding. You have all the tools that you need right in front of you and your app will look exactly the way that you see it. Uh, perfect for anyone wanting to create an app. So if you've been listening to this show uh, and you've been really worried about uh, all the, the learning curve that it takes to build an app, well, you do need AppPress. It's a tool for you. Uh, what I recommend you do is go to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. Check out the features and I really do thank uh, AppPress for supporting this show. One of your suggestions was uh, to have audience questions to you guys. You guys are in the thick of it. Uh, you're in that fighting ring, uh, Paul, you for 20 years. So <laughs> uh, you're um, the, yeah, the, you're both there. And, and so the, the audience are saying, um, how do you get publicity for your apps? What, what um, do you do then to get like some PR and press about your apps? Um, maybe Alpa, you could... Uh, give us a clue to what you're doing in the press. Uh, sure, uh, we're not doing much, <laughs> to be honest. And 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 the reason for that is again, like we didn't want, we, we don't want like hundreds of thousands of people uh, at our doors just to bring our uh, app down. Like we we want to test things and we want to we wanted to improve. So we started with a closed beta. Uh, and we, we do the classic, you know, we're about to launch, give us your email thing, which gen usually generates uh, you know, a fair amount of signups uh, through our channels, um, around, around like a thousand, a little bit over maybe. That's our starting point. And we, we play with those people for a while and, and make sure like everything works and then open it for, for public. And when we did that, this, I mean, we, we launched this app. Uh, our story is pretty similar to, uh, to you guys. Uh, we launched about like two, uh, three weeks ago and it's, we see a spike and then it turns into a plateau. We see a spike, it turns into plateau. And uh, same thing with, with, uh, with countries, like US being the first one and then France start kicking in. Like I get a lot of uh, new signups from France. But the, the good thing about web is like I can see how these people are finding us. And for us so far, uh, see, well, there, there are like international bloggers who are writing about the product. Uh, like in Italy, in, in, I've received stuff in France, uh, French. Uh, so that, that's bringing a lot of traffic, and and uh, Reddit. We, we get a lot of traffic through Reddit. Uh, oh, oh yeah, let me just pinpoint on Reddit because I've been using Reddit now to drive quite a bit of traffic. How are you actually using Reddit, Albert? I'm thinking. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing Paul's making a cup of tea in the background. There, he is British after all. So <laughs> I'm actually having lunch. It's it's twenty to six where I am, and I'm and I'm just getting around to lunch. Sorry about that. Uh, no, well, a life of an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, Reddit. Reddit. How do you uh, actually use it without getting on everyone's nerves for self promoting on there? Because no one likes that, do they? I, I did that. I did that. Actually, like the I I, I just went ahead and like posted our title uh, in in uh, in one of the subreddits, uh, and then it got picked up. And, and like in a couple of hours, we had uh, about a hundred upvotes and like hundred like tens of thousands of people coming to the site. It worked great, but and and it was a group for startups. So even though it was self promotion, the product that I was promoting was for that crowd. Oh, okay, uh, so were, were you? So, so what's the stop? What's the subreddit? Is it slash startup, r slash startup? 
Right. Well, maybe we can start upvoting. So, so, and and how did you did you request upvotes from uh, any other part, or was these were these natural kind of upvotes? Well, actually, like at this stage, at this early stage, I am not doing these to promote the app. I'm just doing this so that I can <clears throat> bring some users and 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 see how how they react to the product. And and the real growth is not going to come from these spikes. It's going to come from the plateaus that you guys have de uh, described as well. And and to create those, I need we need to work on and fine tune our retention. Uh, so like we're constantly trying to. Uh, better our experience to please the existing users. And once the existing users are really happy, they do exactly what they've been doing for Paul's uh, app. B they, they, shape, they start yeah. talking about it, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Paul, put your bacon butty down. I know it's lunch, but uh, we've got some serious business to talk here. We would love to know how you're getting publicity. Are you getting any publicity for all this activity that's going on with these spikes and, and the growth of the Actually, app? none. None at all. Um, and if I was to, I, I had a quick conversation with somebody that I used to work with uh, you know, 10, or 10 and more years ago, and uh, he mentioned about the spike, and he said, oh, it reminds me of, uh, I, I had uh, one of the first music download services called Whippet, and he said, it reminds me back then, he goes, we had a spike like that, and the next thing it was on CNN, and my comment to him, and this is God's honest truth, was, yeah, things have changed. Because it, it was because then we were, we had a PR agency and we called the PR agency and say something's happening here. Who can we speak to? And now the world is completely different. We're talking about Reddit yep. today in 2015, and in 2004, 2005, we were talking about CNN. I mean, it just shows you the sort of enormous shift, which is good and bad. It's good in that it gives power to uh, or democratizes maybe some of this information. So it has to be a, uh, um, a real event, a real story, and not something which is just front-loaded with spin with somebody that I used to go to that works there now. Don't worry, I'll get that sorted. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it is good. It democratises yeah. it. Uh, the, the, thing is, the thing is is, is, is we're actually getting sort of real stories now, or mostly real stories. Yeah, just on that theme, I mean, what has inspired me in very recent weeks has that I've been helping an app where there's just three guys behind the app, no marketing machine, no big multi-million pound budget, and we managed to get to number two in their paid app store overall, the entire paid app store. And, and, and I honestly didn't think that, that it was capable anymore because uh, there are such big, huge powerhouses now, lots of money being spent on driving, um, you know, traffic from all the various social media. But to, to have zero marketing spend and that happen just reminds us that you can have these big hits like yourself, Paul, uh, and not have a big publicity machine. The, the, the other side of it is if, is if you can have that publicity machine, we've, we've been watching uh, a big... Uh, dating app which is doing very well uh, I like how you don't mention a name you're getting <laughs> no no no, 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 no. no it's okay no, no, you're, you're obviously you're a, a seasoned are, entrepreneur smart <laughs> enough to work this one out okay but um if you if you look at the uh if you look at this honest social media that we have now you know that we, that we perceive to be well this is real stuff which I just said you know it's it's a real story there's women. There's a women's magazines, and actually, there's one in particular that I won't mention um, that tweets all this stuff, all these stories based around all of these things that are happening on the app. 
And you look at it and you go, hang about, this has got one and a half stars on the App Store. I've just read through 30 reviews saying it doesn't work, it's not good. So how does that work? So there you know is if you do have that budget, if you do, you can then do it, then you, you can use your old-fashioned techniques of paying somebody, going to school with somebody, buying them a great lunch, let's have a meeting in Barbados. We can, we, <laughs> you can use those things then to ma- manipulate the, the current, you know, what I may be wrongly just described as a more honest uh, media and, make, and give people that impression, give people the impression that this is real, this is a, you know, a social upsurge, this is, you know, this is a, a, a fad or a movement which is really going on. But, you know, so so it swings and roundabouts. So, yeah. so guys, oh, uh, we've got seven minutes left and uh, I'm going to do something that is unusual. I'm, I'm going to say, suggest, we've got quite a few questions to get through. So this is a new format. And I'm going to ask quick fire questions and and maybe we could try and answer them as, as quickly as we can with under, under a minute. How does that sound? We've got, we've got a lot of people to help out here and... Um, some really topical questions. Um, Alpa, uh, how can we sustain the initial boost uh, after launch and stay on those plateaus? plateaus? Any any advice within a minute on that? Uh, yeah, better user experience to, to start with. Uh, laser focus on on what your product does and and creating the uh, the retention loops like notifications, emails, newsletters, so that you pe- those keep those people informed. Those are already in your app. Wonderful, um, Paul. Do you have any comments on that? How to sustain in- the initial boost after launching your app? Uh... Yeah, I, I completely agree with Alpha there. The, the the thing to be to be conscious of, you have to be prescient, is that you're always going to be slightly behind the curve, but don't worry about that because if you're not behind the curve, you don't know what they really want. Absolutely, yes. I agree. Um, how do you feel about monetizing what you're doing? Um, I guess, Paul, it's a free app that you're running at the moment. So how do you feel about monetizing parts of it? Um, the original plan was we were all these extras that we were throwing in and we're going to monetize them and this is, this is what people pay for. And as each update goes by, we throw in another one of those features free and the more and more, more and more we're thinking about sod it, we just watched other people fail when they try and monetize it, whether they deserve this payment or not. Public, the public likes the free stuff, so we're just going to find another way now. Yeah, and, and Alpro, I'm, I'm guessing that you uh, have initial payment for your services or is there some kind of free... Uh, to try, uh, no, Extensio is completely free. Oh, uh, right, okay. And 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 and, so and how do you feel about monetizing uh, parts of it then? Uh, we're trying to like make sure it finds its own market fit until until we reach that point. It, like if we start, if we try to monetize them, we're probably going to break it. Uh, so like it's first making sure that it's useful and usable for people, and then there we got like uh, like. Premium features, uh, SaaS models, subscription models—like a lot of things we're considering, but uh, we're not introducing them just yet. Well, this is great. Some really good questions here. What do you think? So, uh, how about this one um, from a listener? How do you know where to put your focus? And I guess Alpa, we'll start with you. It's—it's it's, as we're very busy people. How do you know where to spend your time? Uh, well, I, I have like two lives. One of them is, you know, for, for, for the for and with the clients at Faygraph, 
uh, and and depending on where we're in the project, like uh, that's going to define uh, my concentration for for that week mostly. Uh, and overall, like you know, setting up uh, uh, long-term goals uh, actually helps me. So that way, I can look at a thing and say, like, does this contribute to my long-term goal or not? And that that helps me prioritize things and focus on them. I'd love to know what your one of your long-term goals are. Um, if you if you um, can think of a long long-term goal, you can share with us. Uh, well, for 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 the time being, one one of them, one of the main ones is is making uh, extensio successful. Uh, so far, it's going good. But like now, like I can any any decision I make uh, between fake growth, uh, client projects, and extensio, I can look at these and say like, okay, does this move the needle? And make a decision depending on that. And and Paul, have you got any tips on how to focus our time as busy people? Yeah, make lists. I mean, it sounds really silly. I, I bought a, a little padded Muji a few years ago for, for like, you know, a, a pound and 90p. And it was the best investment I made that, that year because I'd stopped making lists. And my 90p investment says, at the end of the day, these are all the things I want to do. And, you know, the mindset of people like us is you want to finish everything. So you work till 3 a.m. because you haven't cleared the list. The list is never going to end. The list is never yeah. going to end. So, so know that at 9 in the evening or 10 in the evening, whenever you finish work, um, that that's the cutoff point. There's nothing else you can do and keep adding to your list because that gives you things to do tomorrow. So as long as you know where the list, where your day ends and where the list can begin for the next day, that's the main thing. But but making lists and carrying things over is really important. On, on your other thing about, you know, really focusing, it's interesting that um, you hear stories of, say, Mark Zuckerberg and his only, his only focus at all was getting users, growing the business, you know, m- making it bigger. So... When they talked about, when people talked to him about, let's make some money out of this now, you know, we've got 100,000 users. Oh, and now we've got 200,000. He's, no, no, just get more, just get more, just get more. Yeah, but aren't we, how are we going to do it? Don't worry, they'll find us, just get more. So that was it. He was totally focused when everybody else was saying, now's the point, we should be making money. Wonderful. I, I'm, I have to say, I'm loving this format. As thanks to you, Paul, for introducing it. I think it's wonderful. I'd love to know. Uh, from the Apps Tribe listening to this, what you think as well? Do get in touch. It's through theappguy.co, uh, or you can get hold of me or, or any of the guests. Actually, let's do that. Let's um, first of all, Alpa. We'd love to know how we can like you know reach out to you and connect. What's the was? I mean, links will be on the show notes at episode three hundred and twelve of theappguy.co. But tell us in the meantime how we reach out and connect with you. The easiest way is email alpa@fakecrow.com. Or Alpert Extensio.com. Uh, those are probably these. And, and I'm also on Twitter, Alper underscore Kakir. Uh, like, all, I like to keep all, all communication channels open. So just Google me, and then you'll, the, like, the way to reach me is going to be there. Yeah, it's good, good to have a unique name. Uh, that's um, yeah. uh, for anyone wondering, it's C A K I R, Kaker. And um, yeah, you're very easily Googleable. Googleable. So. Um, uh. Uh, Not so easy at Starbucks as when you're getting coffee, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul, how best can we connect with you? Don't Google me, because if you put my name in, I swear to God, you put my name in, Paul Myers, the first thing that comes up is internet scam. 
<laughs> I'm going to do it right now. What? I remember the first time I said, what, what is this? And it's, and it's, and I'm sure this, this could get back to him at some point because it's the same name. And somebody say, I heard you mentioned it. It's somebody that does, um, that sells mailing lists, uh, internet mailing lists, get rich list mailing lists, uh, I suppose it get rich quick. Sorry. Mailing lists. You could call them. Uh, it's got the same name as me, but the first time I absolutely <laughs> nice. pooed myself, I thought, what the hell is somebody saying here? Uh, um, I think that's just for you. It's not coming up. So maybe it's, it's, uh, a, a cookie that you have on your uh, search. Uh, I, ironically, my namesake is um, a Star Wars writer who writes f- uh, fictional f- um, stories uh, expanding the Star Wars u- universe, and that is Paul S. Kemp. So that's my Googleable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Paul. Um, but we can't Google, Google you. How can we get, get in touch? I mean, you, you can Google me, but if you get the other guy, just I didn't. I don't. <laughs> I didn't say you should sign up. I'm not saying don't sign up, but it's nothing to do with me. Um, I, I'm on Twitter, which is Paul Myerski, P-A-U-L-M-Y-E-R-S-K-I. And uh, that's probably the best way. Our website is BAPS.com. And if you want to – oh, if any um, – this is a point. If any of uh, you guys are on Android and want to test out our Android beta for Booty Shake, it's at BootyShake.me. And um, – Basically, we're just looking for crash testers. You use it, crash it, and we get the report back, and uh, it's all good. Yeah, I may be able to help with some um, getting beta testers as well. Uh, so, guys, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, round table. Uh, I feel like the format is definitely something we'd love to do again, but for the time being, what a great chat, great questions from everybody, and uh, th- thank you very much for joining us today. I oh, wish we could have been more fun. interesting. well you've been quite interesting (laughs) so remember to go and check out www.gummycube.com that's g-u-m-m-i-c-u-b-e dot com who are the world's best app store optimization company and I highly recommend uh, using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com and thanks to Gummycube for being such a great supporter of this show. Remember to go and check out AppPress. Uh, They set the stage for a very compelling creative process that lets you build and edit and update a native mobile app all completely code-free. They have a very clean design, very intuitive interface. uh, So it's just easy to pick up and start building apps. Uh, I'm a very big fan of AppPress. I'm so uh, glad and honored that they support the show. Uh, I do highly recommend that you just go and check them out, have a look at it. You can go and uh, look at all the features uh, by going to www.app-press.com. Thanks very much to AppPress for supporting the show. Well, you know the format by now. I'm reading out uh, past reviews uh, from all these wonderful people who may still listen to the show. And I wanted to thank you personally and also remind you that you can leave a review by going to the best places, um, the default podcasting app on your uh, iPhone. But if you're listening to this with something else, uh, an iTunes review always helps because uh, it's the biggest platform for podcasts. Uh, So the 17th of December... Uh, last year, Cecil uh, Gassis says, great podcast, great founder experiences. I'm based in Qatar and longtime listener of the show. Glad to hear Paul will be in my neck of the woods just across the waters in Dubai. Well, I was in Dubai for the Christmas period and I managed to put a show out every single um, day that I was away. 
uh, but I never did get a chance to hook up with you, so I'm very sorry about that. And uh, we'll be back in Dubai uh, for one day uh, pretty soon in July, mid-July. So if you happen to be in Dubai then, Cecil, it took up 17th of December 2014. Um, 20th of December, uh, Him Nadi 100 from the UAE. Excellent. Well, this was brilliant. This was a brilliant idea. Thank you. That was uh, whilst uh, I was over in Dubai as well. So I must have met you whilst in Dubai and maybe asked for a review. That's the way you get some of these reviews. And so the 31st, look at this. Somebody on Christmas, no, sorry, New Year's Eve did leave me a five-star review. And so instead of celebrating, they were leaving me a review. Wissam, 22. I was, uh, unlike many reviewers, late in finding this podcast. Uh, the title did not appeal that much, but wow, this has been one of the highest quality engaging podcasts I've listened to in ages. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Get it now. Should I, should I end up changing the title? That's the thing. Uh, so there's some of the reviews I'm leaving and um, I wondered if you could leave a review for now. Let me just uh, end this show and get back to some of these excellent reviews later. Bye for now.